Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's President of the United States. Donald, you're looking to wild up the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swallop of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swallop. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma, and with me today, he is back by popular demand, and he has survived walking up a ladder into the loft, hopefully. Welcome. It, it's me. It's James. I'm still here, unless this is like the sixth sense. Uh, Gemma's seeing me, but nobody else can. <laughs> well, I can only see a picture of you. I can't actually physically yeah. see you, but yeah. So She's the only one who can hear me, so the entire podcast in reality is like her talking to herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the case, to be honest. <laughs> so, James, how did it go with your ladder and loft Waspiness. Yeah, it went okay. In the end, it was it was going to be quite a difficult one. I ended up having to get help to sort it out. It's been a quite interesting weekend. It's just been a weekend of DIY and uh and uh, but also getting other people to do a bit of repair work around the house. So yeah, not been too bad. Not been too bad. That's always good, definitely. Yeah, my week's been same old, same old. But I did, uh, you know, I went home again this weekend, so yep. that's a normal thing now. But it was also quite nice because Chris and his son came to see me on the Saturday. Um, Even though I see Chris, obviously, throughout the week. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't get to see Finley very often now that I'm sort of going back home. So, yeah, it was really nice. And because my mum had gone out, they came down and like Finley was running around in the garden. So that was really lovely. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of good fun. So we were playing and being silly. So Good. Yeah, hopefully wore him out so that, uh, you know, he <laughs> went to sleep quite easily, but who knows? <laughs> the only negative thing is that I think that my microphone that has been with me for about five years is now dead, and I'm a bit sad. And, uh, <laughs> might have to call this episode R.I.P. Microphone. Um, I, do, I, I do understand it. I get it, because, like, my tablet I've had since no idea when, for about seven, eight, maybe even more years, is, I think, finally dying on me. Yeah. And, uh, so I get it. It's, but for me, it's just the annoyance factor, and I could try and fix it and take it apart, but I'm not even sure if that would that would work to like no. put a new battery in it so yeah well it's payday tomorrow so what i'm going to do is i'm going to try and buy a new lead to see if yep. maybe hopefully it's the lead that's the issue because to be honest like 
yeah, I know. Yeah, like you said, I know it does sound silly, but this microphone has been for, with me throughout all of my podcasting, you know, li- life or whatever. And yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's really sad that it's gone. It's potentially gone. So <laughs> you'll have to give it a Viking burial. Oh no, I'm not going to fire in the garden. No, I'm just going to put it up in a shelf and uh, you know, in a glass box, and uh, you know, give it a real plaque and stuff like that. <laughs> first microphone (laughs) let the hoarding commence (laughs) yeah well i do that anyway (laughs) you know if there's any salty tadpoles out there that know anything about microphones please slip me a dm my microphone is a shaw mv5 i think it is so it's a little sure one. So if anyone knows what I can do to try and fix it, because basically what's been happening is is that the audio has been... Basically, I've been sounding like a man, as we've covered before. <laughs> and then when we click record, James then goes into a... Like he's got... Well, he's actually got wasps in his mouth, you know? <laughs> and, but it's all coming from my microphone, as we found out in the Father's Day episode. So... Yeah, if anyone's got any clues out there, I really don't want to retire this microphone, but if I have to, I will. But yeah, this week I'm just using the boyfriend's headset. So thank you, Chris, for allowing me to do this, even though you don't know that I've used it. (laughs) It will be a nice surprise for him. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, if you hear any heavy breathing or anything like that, I'm sorry. It's me this week. We're doing really well for getting this um, British Podcast Award. (laughs) (laughs) We're bringing the reality to people. Things just keep breaking all the time. You know? <laughs> I know. It's like since we've announced that we've been nominated for the British Podcast Awards, which, you know, there's still time to vote people. It's up until the 7th of July. <laughs> My microphone has potentially broken. Our audio has gone crap. Well, not crap, but, you know, like in the sense that my audio's um, either been echoey or uh, it wasn't recording correctly or now I'm now I'm using a different microphone. So, yeah. Do you- <laughs> it's one of those crazy things that just seems to happen. So, yeah, it is a but, weird one. Yeah, but we try and we, you know, we want to deliver. So even though the audio might sound crap, Hopefully the content still sounds amazing. So that's the thing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's quality content over quality of sound. Yeah. And remember, folks, you can't polish a turd. <laughs> that's true. James, you were supposed to laugh. <laughs> oh, no, I, I was just saying, how hard we try? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, going back to an episode far, far away in the in the distant past now, you have had experience of somebody sprinkling turds, haven't you? <laughs> with, oh, uh, we don't mention that. The memories. Go <laughs> oh. <laughs> back. Call back episode. I don't do, have to deal with that sort of stuff anymore, thankfully. So, no. <laughs> and how is your new job going on? Good. Uh, touch wood. So far, it's going okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't complain. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what it's going to be like for the rest of the week with regard to sort of different training and various bits and stuff I'm doing. But yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh, working from home today, so that's good. Yeah, so you've been in the office then, have you? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot last week, and I'll be in sort of from the rest of the week in the office, so yeah, it's all good. Nice, and are they all a friendly bunch? And Yes, they're incredibly nice people, so yeah. Good. Uh, I cannot fault that at all. 
Good. Very happy. They're nice people. Good. Well, I I didn't expect anything less, but uh, it's nice that they're treating you well. So, you told them when you're on a podcast yet? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Giving them your our card. <laughs> Believe it or not, from I mentioned it in my during my job interview. So. Oh, did you? Oh, I think I actually <laughs> remember you saying that actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, there we go. There's the fleet of people that yeah. we've had. The surgery yeah. <laughs> we had recently. All <laughs> oh, my colleagues, yeah, yeah. tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, in that case, then we better give them something worth listening to. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, my performance review could be riding on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, James, have you had chance yet to listen to last week's episode? No. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, this weekend has been a blur of a deal with things. So, yeah, that's my excuse. That's what I'm sticking with anyway. Right. So you haven't had the opportunity to listen to the glamorous and wonderful Tom and Jamie yet, as well as myself, obviously. Yes, but yes as well as yourself. Uh, I've not, no. I will have, right. to, uh, I'll have to pull my finger out and get on with that one. So. Yeah, because there was an important question that I was going to ask you from it. Poor Jamie, he's he's got this theory that you just really, really don't like him. Because every time <laughs> he's been on the show, you've not been there, James. I know, it's, well, it's not the case. Uh, it's just the way the chips fall, you know, fall where they, I don't know. You know, you know what I'm talking about, salty tadpoles. I, I'm having a Walt Flanagan slash Jamie moment where I can't remember the words I'm looking for. Hey. Did you mean Gemma moment then or Jamie moment? <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll go with either. Uh, but yeah. Why are we insulting Jamie still? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just the harshness that I am. No, I had a, a, a Gemma done fuck up word moment there where I couldn't remember what I was trying to say, which was, of course, the chips fall where they may. Uh, but no, D- James, there's no, no personal uh, animosity or reason why I'm not turning up. It's just the, the way things are, ha- uh, are falling. Uh, quite possible one of us is cursed. I'm unsure which one it is, but one of us may be cursed. <laughs> Did you mean to call him James then, or James? <laughs> I called him Jamie, didn't I? You called him James, yeah. Well, James, Jamie, whatever. It's all the same thing. You know, what, what it could be is that if Jamie and I meet in a room, we're like, you know, we'll, there'll be an explosion. You know, we'll cross each other out. You'll create A positive jam. and negative charge. Because I don't think you heard that. You'll create jam. Jam. Yes. Yeah. Blast. <laughs> Well, I think that might be the case because, yeah, me, obviously I record with you pretty much every week and uh, Tom's recorded with you again. So, yes, so Jamie does have a bit of a complex and I think he probably has a bit more of a complex now after all that. (laughs) (laughs) But, Jamie, don't worry, I love you. You're great, Jamie, but, you know, just sit and think on why these things aren't happening. (laughs) I'm just going to say, Jamie, my conscience is clear. You've got to ask yourself, what have you done? (laughs) <laughs> oh dear <See. laughs> yeah and so how are your glory holes as well as covered in last week's episode which i know you haven't listened to but i'm gonna put you on the spot <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just go with wonderful as ever okay good so you've done the new invention then <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, just <Of> in case. <laughs> I was going to say, just in case people aren't realising what I'm doing here, I like to put James on the spot and ask him weird and wonderful questions from the previous episode because I know he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
any listens to the one he's on. So, you know, <laughs> he doesn't even listen to them, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Worst co-host ever. <laughs> but I'll keep you for now. Yeah. All right? <laughs> There's my codswallop this week. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, shall we get on to the codswallop then? I certainly can. Yeah? Have you got any cosmolops this week? Why is it that when you think you've fixed something, it doesn't get fixed properly, which is the fact that a slightly kind of tap builder slash plumber came around, thought it had all been fixed, and it's still dripping a bit, a wee bit again. So, yeah, it's not a real codswallop. It's not a real problem. It's just one of these things where just as you think it's solved, mm. it, uh, it never seems to fix. But it'll we'll get there in the end. It's all good. Might just need tightening a little bit. That, that we did that. We even I think what's happened uh, is the washer's gone. We tried cleaning it, etc. But I think the washer's probably just shrunk and dried out because, you know, it happens with washers. So I'll just need to get a new one at some point. But it's not like touch wood, water's spurting everywhere. It's just one of these things where it's a, a, on the part of the draining point. So it's a minuscule codswarp in the great scheme of things, isn't it? So Yeah, it's not too bad. And to be honest, I haven't really got any codswarps this week unless I remember some later. But Well, unless yeah. the, we work on the, the most British thing ever, which is the, the infernal constant rain. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, but the opposite for me, though, in some ways, the heats that we've been having just yeah. lately, oh, yeah. being not to moan about being in the flat, because I really I don't mean to moan about being in the flat, but because of being indoors sort of thing, it's been so unbearable. We had like the hottest day of the year, I think, last Thursday. Yeah, I think we had the hottest day of the week. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense, but, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was something like 32 or 33 degrees or something like that. And it was, it felt like an oven in this flat. It was, it was awful. All, all I can say is thank God for air conditioning. Thanks, yeah. James. We don't have that. Yeah. Thanks, James. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, way to rub it in a little bit more. <laughs> hey, I don't have it, but work has it. So, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've got old-fashioned uh, air conditioning here, which is yeah. open a door or open a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I don't think I've really got any cods wallop. No, no, not that I can think of. So or if I did have, nothing has like trickled on to remind yeah. me of it, So, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. It may come back to you in the fullness of time. So just throw it in there. I mean, your cods wallop could be that Jamie is, in fact, you know, cursed. No, Jamie would never <laughs> be my cods wallop. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I think we have to go back to the fact that my co-host doesn't listen to the episodes <laughs> is probably my ongoing codswallop. <laughs> yeah. What will happen is at some point it'll be like, you know how you got me to go on Twitter? It took you a while, but you managed to wear me down. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the listening will happen. Give it about a year or two. <laughs> And you'll just have this massive backlog of audio that you've got to listen to. Or would you listen to them or would you just go delete, 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 and then just continue on from there? I couldn't possibly come up. We'll see how the uh, situation presents oh, itself thanks. in like a year or three. Okay. <laughs> what we're hearing there, folks, is that yeah. he's going to be deleting them. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. It's like when you yeah. say... Possibly, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody, that means yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the code of James. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> that was definitely mine and Andy's favourite. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and if you remember, you cast your mind back to about three or four episodes ago, where we had listeners give us a, a different options for the review name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was it like name the app thing? Yeah, name the app type yes. or the review yes. of the app or whatever. So I've just had a look on there because this is the first episode that we've actually recorded that there hasn't been like a special occasion or we've had guests or whatever as well. So I am proud to say that Dr. Squee himself, so Ian Shaw, he's the one who's been voted the most. It's now called Cut the App. And we got nine votes on that one. And the Appless Chats, which was also equally a very good title as well, they got three votes. Obviously, that's not a reflection on what the names of them are. But, yeah, we put those two up, didn't we? And uh, mm-hmm. it seems that Cut the App is the way to go forward. So, yay! <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> so... I thought that maybe if we've done our God's Wallop, I might go into Cut the App. Yes. Yeah? Because I'd be remiss to do, you know, my favourite app, basically. It would be stupid of me not to do it first. And also, a little bit of backstory as well, that it was actually the reason that me and Chris actually met was this app. And it's not a dating app. It's Pokemon Go! Woohoo! <laughs> In hindsight, that sounds silly, but yeah, we were basically, we were both at our Christmas party and I was speaking to a friend of mine who I knew played and then he happened to be there as well. And we, you know, exchanged, you got these little like trainer codes and uh, we swapped like trainer codes so that we could become friends on the app. And from there onwards, we started talking, which was obviously quite a good thing. That was all six months ago. Uh, nearly seven months ago actually pokemon go is absolutely amazing and i was first introduced to it by lucy caton who's one of our lovely salty tadpoles as you know are you familiar with it at all james or... i was going to say salty tadpoles you as lost as i am because <laughs> no. i know nothing about it so it's, it's all interesting educational stuff for me okay <laughs> so basically what it is is you've got a load of pokemon who are out and about in the world there's all different types basically you're trying to catch all of the different ones that you haven't got but you also mm-hmm. along the way you also <clears throat> catch a lot of the the regular ones that appear as well because it all gives you sort of points to make sure that you sort of go up a level if that makes sense <laughs> james is like no if it yep, doesn't make kind sense. of <laughs> I, I, i'm still i'm gonna be honest i'm still lost but yeah. my only real outreach to pokemon is that i know somebody who works on it but keep going Ooh, could we speak to them uh we already have laura oh no that's digimon oh what well, see so, so, what do i know digimon pokemon gone keep going okay. i'm sure i'll grasp it i mean i could be wrong there i, I think they are two separate things That's i think possible. i could be wrong uh, you know maybe right or wrong i don't know but uh also you go basically with regards to it as well there's certain areas say if you've got a local church and you've got the app the church is likely to be a poker stop which basically you click on it and you spin the stop and then you get loads of like presents and you get loads of balls and extra stuff it's quite a good thing as well because i'm part of a group with the pool area and it's a load of people that play the game as well there are big raids 
that happen. So it's like a, a big Pokemon. So it's like a five star Pokemon kind of thing. But with the five star Pokemon, you need to have quite a few people to actually be able to sort of defeat it and catch it. <laughs> I love the okay. fact that James is giving me complete silence here because he has no idea what I'm talking about. But there's at least four of you out there that do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to digest it. It's strange. It, it is so much that fun. Line in the breakfast club. I'm only talking about societies. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it is so much fun, James. Honestly, I love this app so much. You all team up and you go into this. It's called a gym. <laughs> it's, I've never been into a gym unless it's a Pokemon gym. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so you you fight the raid boss you know they're usually quite a big pokemon rather than some of the little ones and then you you try and catch it at the end and it's it's a lot of fun james and it's a lot of community you can walk around with it or they've done a remote thing as well now which is that you can do it from home and stuff because obviously you know with people having to be in lockdown and at the same time it's it's quite an interactive thing so you can like see people or you just feel like you can keep in contact with people especially if you're part of a group which Mm. i'm sure people would be able to find if they just type in their local area and pokemon go they probably would on facebook sorry they probably would find a group that they could be part of and then there's shiny pokemon as well which is very very exciting your heart rate goes up james when you when you get a shiny one oh (laughs) You have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds interesting. It sounds like a good way of getting shut-ins out the house. Well, not it, now that it's remote, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, previously maybe. I, I do recall in the dim distant past, there was like a big craze for this yeah. this Pokemon thing of going out. And I just remember reading an article about some, how should we put it, put this in a nice, kind manner. Somebody who may or may not be touched by genius who decided to quit the job because they wanted to go and catch Pokemon because they thought it would be a way of making a living. Yes. <laughs> that definitely happened. I, th- I think Lucy has actually been on the show and actually told that story. Cool. Or she just told me in person. I can't remember, but I vaguely remember. Well, not vaguely. I definitely remember her saying it. But I just can't remember in one in which context. But yeah, that definitely did happen. I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> I think it was somebody who was a teacher. Oh, really? It was, yeah, it was bonkers. They said they worked out they could make it a funny playing Pokemon Go, catching the Pokemon things. And can you sell them or something? But I'm th- I thought to myself, are you really thinking this is going to last long enough as a massive craze for you to make a living out of it? No, exactly. It's not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine it, can't you, though, turning up. So why did they leave your last job? Well, I thought I could make a... And it's not like they can hide themselves. You know, you do a Google, 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 Google search. They <laughs> like that even better, like you've had some sort of stroke. If you do a Google search on this person's name... <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna up an article, but a doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you Sorry. can imagine, can't you? You sat on this interview panel, you think you can only trust this person's judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, out of five fishes, I would definitely give that up four and a half. Cool. There's always going to be room for improvement, you know, but I really do enjoy that. And thank a big thank you to Lucy for uh, introducing it to me, because otherwise I would never have known about it. So, so in effect, she introduced me to Chris. 
say thanks, Lucy. <laughs> See, the thing with me with Pokemon is it was never something I ever got into as a TV show. So, but it's good that it's still got legs and it actually still survives. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you said, there was definitely a lot more hype about maybe five years ago or whatever. But like Lucy has said as well as I feel the same. It's when things are actually being like they're a trendsetter, I almost like mm. ignore them, and then then I like to find things about a few years later when it's gone out of fashion. <laughs> but it, Makes you know, sense. It's, yeah, it's obviously still is though because there's a lot of people that are still playing it. So well, it's obviously done well enough because it has spin-offs. Because I'm assuming this Digimon thing is a spin-off from it. So. Mm. I assume so. I'd, I'd need to look into it a little bit further before I confirm or deny. So I don't know, to be honest. But it certainly sounds like it's something that's very similar, doesn't it, with the name and everything? Yeah. Hey, all good stuff. All yeah. Good. If it makes pe- if it keeps people happy. Yep. You know, it keeps them. Off, well, I was going to say keeps them off the streets, but it doesn't do that in the case of this game. No, but but it, it keeps, keeps them from doing. Fit. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's, it keeps you from doing anything psychotic. It's all good by me. Yep. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I well, I absolutely love it. So I thought I'd start off with that one. I've probably not covered a lot of things, but, you know, it's quite hard talking to somebody who has no idea what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, may as well actually give out my trainer code number as well, if anybody is listening. I know I've got a couple of people that actually listen to the show who are actually on the Pokemon Go, but, oh, you know, I'm going to do that. Guess what my name is, James? Uh, Gem Web. <laughs> yep. Uh, is it anything to do with your name? No, it's Cod's Wallet Pod. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put this in the description as well, but my trainer code is 1351... Nine six seven three one seven three zero. So if anyone's interested and wants to become friends, we can send each other gifts and whatnot. You know, you know, I really, really do find this fun. Yeah, and it's quite nice because me and me and Chris kind of like, in some ways, we compete with each other as well over this, which is quite fun because like if if you know there's an opportunity where you can get like a shiny Pokemon. We're like competing with each other to see which of us can get one first, you know. But you know, it's all in lightheartedness. So yeah, I I like it. <laughs> so it's all in jest and good fun. That's all there, that matters. Yeah, there you go, and there you go. That's my first ever review for Cut the App. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. The audience goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> James, have you got any stories of the week? I've got something that made me chuckle. Okay. It's a story of the week. So it's not exactly too weird and wonderful, but it's one that made me smile. So if you are a pet owner, you'll probably appreciate this. Stacey Owen, who had a Jackapoo named Milo. What's a Jackapoo? It's a cross of some sort of poodle and a, I don't know. A, Jack Russell, what, I guess. Jack, Jack Russell, yeah. Must be, yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, it seems to have got itself this wonderful thing of opening her drawers and going through things. And in the <laughs> article, it says, if you, your dog can't be seen and can't be heard, it usually means one of two things. They've fallen asleep or they're up to no good. Well, 
Stacia from Landudno found out that her dog was indeed up to no good because it had gone suspiciously quiet and it had gone into one of the drawers. <laughs> it had uh, picked up Stacy's mother's false teeth. <laughs> and it is photographed and it's just so lovably cute. It's yeah. photographed with them like smiling teeth in its mouth. And she said, it just kept wandering around the house by the sound of it. And she managed to finally stay still, took a picture of it. And she said it was just kept making a laugh. She couldn't even tell the dog off. I mean, the pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, because I actually, I saw that story. I almost went with it, but I have gone with a different, oh, well, I've got three. <laughs> True Gemma fashion, I've got three stories. But, you know, yeah, I did actually see the pictures of that. It was so cute, wasn't it? But really, really funny as well. <laughs> yeah, it was. It looked like a, a, a nice dog as well, a nice, happy little dog. So. Well, it was smiling, <laughs> so why yeah. wouldn't it be? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, I like that. And um, was there sort of anything else in the story, or has anybody put any reviews to that, or have you not got it open anymore? There seems to be no other comments to it apart from the fact that, uh, well, they just seem to sort of like like the dog basically, and just happy with the dog. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a nice feel-good story. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is in in these crazy, uncertain, bonkers times. It's a nice, uh, nice, fun story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is everyone ready for me to bring the crude? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So oh, I'm using the wrong mouse. I've got two mouses here because I uh, am trying to operate two computers at the same time. So that's pretty good going. They say that women can multitask. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> My headline reads, Angry Man at Centre of Planning Battle arrested after erecting seven foot penis in front garden <laughs> you know me and my penis stories <laughs> you do seem to like you know penis hedges penis trees whatever yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> jamie ganage g-a-n-g-e would you say ganage yeah yeah okay jamie <laughs> yeah. another jamie from wilton new york carved the massive phallus out of a large piece of pine wood after his local authority knocked back planning permission for him to build a new workshop on his property. I think that's a bit harsh, actually, that he wasn't able to build a workshop on his his own property. Mm. I hate I hate the fact that you have to have planning permission for things. Mm. I get it for like the neighbours and stuff, but yeah. that does seem a bit harsh, doesn't it? A bloke angry over a local planning dispute has been arrested for erecting a massive penis-shaped statue on his lawn. Jamie from Ruggles Road, Wilton, New York, is said to have engaged in a dispute over plans for his new workshop, which the town hall said was not up to standard. Mm. So to get his own back, he carved a seven-foot log of pine wood into a massive phallus and put it in pride of place in his front garden. Some locals are said to have laughed at the defiant display, which sat alongside a sign encouraging them to take photos. Jamie, who lived in the area for 10 years, told local media on Friday, I just want to live in peace and finish my workshop. That's his accent now. That was very New York, wasn't it? (laughs) Forget about it. 
forget about it. <laughs> oh, let's see if he's got more quotes later, hopefully. <laughs> he also alleged that the town had been ignoring his communication about finishing his workshop to the proper requirements, but police were unable to see the funny side, instructing him to take it down following a complaint. WNYT report, whoever that is, I don't know. He then removed the statue, only to return it to his front lawn alongside a new sign, <laughs> a new sign with the words "adult only" in spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> the move backfired, and he has now been arrested and charged with a public display of offensive sexual material. Oh, this guy does not catch a break. I really feel sorry for this guy. <laughs> Oh dear. The county district attorney, Karen Hagen, said this is trying to protect the usual. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know she was from Texas. <laughs> the only American accent I can really do. So, <laughs> this is trying to protect the issue of potential exploration in a sexual manner, particularly as it relates to. To protecting children as uh, protecting children. Jamie, meanwhile, remains defiant and he said he plans to fight the charge. The end. Actually, there is a little bit more, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the relevance of this story, that is ended. But I really, I really feel sorry for this, uh, you know, for this guy. <laughs> I really do, actually. <laughs> that, you know, yeah. I just feel like he's not, he's not getting the right end of the, the bargain there. If I mean, they... basically, it brings a whole new uh, meaning to the term got wood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 or like the first time that we had a phallus shaped uh, object in the front garden, bashing the bishop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't get at the time, and I had to have it explained to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, I don't think we use that term down here, down south, but that also might just be my naive brain working overload as well. Another one that I've just literally stumbled upon Okey-dokey. is, uh, we're going with animals again, so the headline reads, Kitten with Hitler moustache dubbed Hitler found dumped in Holland. <laughs> oh, it's been dumped. <laughs> Oh, that's harsh. Can't help it fur pattern. <laughs> I'm going to have to post a picture up of this because it really does look like Hitler. <laughs> it okay. is really funny. Slightly <laughs> unnerving, but okay. Yeah, no, definitely. A black and white kitty that resembled the Nazi leader was found dumped in a box in Amsterdam. The latest in a line of Hitlers said to look like the evil mastermind. Aww. The little black and white kitten was dumped in a box in Amsterdam is said to bear the uncanny resemblance to Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. And that is, uh, you know, that is able to be clickable just in case people don't know who Adolf Hitler is. <laughs> it just, just makes me think of a conversation I once heard on Tom Steve Dave with Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got his iPad held down low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> The boy cat named Dolphinny, Dolphinch, Dolphinch, I don't know, by by Dutch animal rescuers. It's like a Dutch name, so it's really hard. Uh, Yes, it's D-O-L-F-J-E, 
What would you say? Dolphage. Okay, dolphage. That'll do. By Dutch animal rescuers, has a small strip of fur under his pink nose, similar in appearance to the notorious fascist leader's little black moustache. Oh. Rescuers say that they found the animal, and again, animal is underlined so you can click on it, in case people don't know what animals are, <laughs> in a box in somewhere unpronounceable in north of the Dutch capital and got quite a shock when they looked inside. Yet despite looking like a tiny tyrant, the animal rescue crew didn't hold it against the adorable feline. Tweeting about their latest edition, they wrote, Good morning. We can't... Oh, sorry. What's a Dutch accent? Uh, I, I don't really know how to do a Dutch accent so much, so... Okay, well, we'll move on. Good morning. We start the day with disbelief. Found in a box in the somewhere, somewhere Amsterdam area. Uh, <laughs> there's another picture of the cat, so it's maybe good. <laughs> he spent the night with us, and from a reliable source, we can report that he didn't sit much in his cage. We called him, what did we say? Delphi? Del- Whatever he was called, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all we, good. Wrong we've, with caught it. It, we've called him a Dutch name and almost ate him. What? Yep. <laughs> That's not me saying it wrong. <laughs> so I guess that, you know, he was so cute we wanted to eat him kind of thing. Ah, right. Yeah. yeah. Real, you know, fire but, up the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's doing the cooking? Is it Alf? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, in good news, the kitten has managed to find his forever home. So that is good news. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, looking to give him a second chance. So there you go. That's the unfortunate but then fortunate story of Kitler the cat. (laughs) I I would just say for the owners, if the cat shows an interest in painting, just get a little bit worried. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Starts starts writing its own own book on my dream, actually, not my struggle. That's when you get really worried. (laughs) Right, so we just end with a bit of silliness. You're damn right. Yeah. Well, this was a story that I also found. I've deleted the other one because I thought I can't be bothered to read that. So, okay. okay. Headline reads, Man with horse and cart furious after being refused service at KFC drive-thru. This is what the world's come to, James. (laughs) Is is this an Amish man who's like making a break from the religion? (laughs) No. It's in Carlisle, so yeah, I don't think Amish people yeah, live definitely in Definitely not Amish. No. So I think because he was looking to, you know, because obviously it's only the drive throughs that are open at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. he's obviously, but that's not classed as a drive through is it? But the person in the little car box, <laughs> they did. Was oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> strange people. Definitely strange people. Although it does say a traveller says... So maybe he was a gypsy as well. So Possible. Okay, so Ian Bell, 55, made it as far as the kiosk window last week, only for a manager to come out and say he would have to leave for the health and safety of other customers. He says he doesn't understand as his horse, John John, is as good as gold. Adding, horse and carts were around long before motor vehicles. This is how pathetic the world's got. All for a bit of chicken. 
He's not wrong, but... <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Photos show Ian and John John, a seven-year-old Irish cop, pitched up outside of KFC windows... Um, KFC windows, it's not even that. KFC restaurants. KFC become a, a window <laughs> provider. Yeah. KFC restaurants in Carlisle, Cumbria. <laughs> Ian said, I had queued up behind some cars and was about to order my bargain bucket when all of a sudden this manager came out and said, you're not allowed through. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. <laughs> I'd done nothing wrong. John John was behaving himself. He was quiet as a lamb. It is a horse. Uh, he's a very well-behaved... He's as quiet as a lamb. That's pretty concerning, considering the amount of noise the lamb's in the field across on me, mate. But yeah. go on. <laughs> well, he's a very well-behaved horse, he continued. Good. In the end, I had to go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac. Oh, the poor Oh, fuck me. He didn't get you to eat, so he did get some sort of takeaway food. Well, <laughs> the world will not stop turning for this man, will it? No, it will not, James. No, it will not. <laughs> so, no one there battered an eyelid. They didn't say anything to me at all. They just served me my food. Dad of one, Ian, added, I think my treatment of KOC has been darn right disgusting and discriminatory against people who use horses and carts. The horse and cart is a common way to get around from where I'm from. So he is a gypsy. <laughs> the fast food franchise has spoken out in defense of the manager's decision to deny Ian and John John service, insisting the safety of the guests is really important. A KFC spokesman said, Hold your horses, Carlisle's! We're not looking to stir up any trouble. We're sorry for Ian and John John's experience, but the safety of our guests is really important. So we can't allow horse-drawn vehicles in our drive-throughs. <laughs> yes, oh dear God. they used two puns in that. Hold your horses and stirrups. Oh God, I'm surprised they didn't put some like nail ad. <laughs> he continued. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just disheartening. What is the it world is, coming to? It is so disheartening. I mean, to be honest, that is a beautiful looking horse. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful looking horse. Ian said, going around in horse and carriage is just something I like to do. It is also good training for John John. Mm. The 55 year old who used to make milk cows on a dairy farm is currently out of work after fracturing his pelvis in three places ouch Ow. okay i take it all back That's i'm sorry gotta hurt. sorry ian that happened when he was flung from another horse last year so he's very trusting to get back onto the horse i was gonna say yeah 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 i'm not quite sure if i'll be wanting to get so close to horses if that kept happening to me but you know well i mean it only happened once but yeah once is still enough True. John added, I love John. Hold on. <laughs> That's a typo. John, John loves himself, yes. <laughs> That's, That's a good. That's, That's a really start. Brilliant. You've got to start loving yourself first. No, that's a really brilliant typo in the Metro. Oh, good old Metro. But yeah, the the man's name is actually Ian. <laughs> the horse's name is John John. <laughs> right, okay. John added, 
I love John John. Like he's a member of the family in the same way some people love their cats and dogs. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, stuck at KFC yeah. not being able to get anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very true. Yeah. You have a huge bargain bucket to uh, feast on. Yeah. John's not going to give up. This is me paraphrasing now, but John's never, uh, not going to give up on this. And he is going to try and see if Burger King will allow him in. So we'll see. We'll see. There may be an update that Burger King have pissed him off as well. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just so damn weird. Yeah. Somebody's written on their comments. Best advice. Don't eat the rubbish food anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they're right. Yeah. something a bit more healthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just a lot of other people are just like echoing what I said about the horse. It's a beautiful looking horse. And it really is. Kind of looks a bit like a shire horse, but uh, on the smaller scale. So so that people have got a little bit of a visual there. But yeah. Uh, right. Well, I think that's kind of a positive yet silly story is, to end the episode on. It certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> have you got anything left to say james because you haven't done a lot of talking this week i've done all the talking <laughs> i haven't i haven't you've uh, you've run with it very well <laughs> you've taken it all by the reins and uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh it's not another person that can pun in this place <laughs> yeah we've, we've galloped off into the uh sunset yeah, we definitely have. So on that note, Tulsa Tadpoles, I'm not going to let him do another pun. <laughs> I think we've been talking enough Codswell up this week. I have been Gemma. I'm still James and I'm still here. Unless this is like a sixth sense situation. Yeah, he's now echoing things that he said at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 